Come on, say, God is doing a great thing. Come on, say it again. God is doing a great thing in my life. Hallelujah. The blessings of God. It's about to do, no matter what is going on in the world, how many know God is in control? So, Father, we ask you to bless your word to our hearts and glorify your name. Lord God, let this flesh not be seen, but let God be seen. Let the Holy Ghost be seen as you minister your word to your people, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. I am nothing, you are everything, O oh God. So, Holy Ghost, we ask you to take your word and lift hearts, lift lives. We give you praise, we give you glory. In Jesus' name, amen. You may be seated. It was the weirdest thing. I was sitting there, and um, I heard so, so loud in my, my spirit, man. And this is what the Lord said. I don't know why he said it, but he, I'm, he said I should share it, so I'm going to share it. And he said this. You're not going to hell because you sin. You're going to hell because you reject Jesus Christ. I don't know why, he's, but I'm just going to say what he said. It's a good thing to understand that the word of God is powerful and sharper than two-edged sword. We'll be going on a journey. Come on, say journey. How many we go on a journey as we go into God's word? Because that's really what it is. And um, we, we started off <clears throat> talking about different things. So we're talking about, uh, we talked about portals, right? Come on, say portals, right? And I, <laughs> God got me to talk about portals. And how he got me to talk about portals was... I was reading an article, and um, in the article I was reading, in that article I, I read about um, Mount Graham, <laughs> Mount Graham in Arizona. And I said, okay. <laughs> so whenever the Spirit of God, I read it, and I, I decided to really go into it to study it. And I found out that Mount Graham is one of the major portals that the Indians, the American Indians, would bring forth. They, that they say that, um, I said demons or whoever came through that portal to them. And up in that mountain or some area in that mountain, there's a holy ground there that they say that uh, what's a pictograph? Pit, they write picture, pictograph. If I'm, where, where the, the, the Indians would draw things in the cave. They would just draw. That's, that's how they, they, they pass on information to the next generation. They would do pictorially. Uh, in one of the pictures, they had draw, drew a, a giant with... 12 fingers and 12 toes. And they were like 14 feet high, tall, tall, on the, on the way up. And you know how they draw their little thing? And that got me excited to think. And I realized that then it led me to this thing. How many have heard about this thing called CERN? CERN, C-E-R-N. How many have heard of CERN, right? Um, and this is, this is, I think, somewhere in Switzerland or something like that. They, they're building this um, huge, tremendous thing that they say that they're, they're, they're looking to see if they can contact the next world, the world that's out there. They think that's out there, right? And um, so that's what got me to start teaching about portals. And I'm glad he did because I, I learned some things that... Um, about it that is just so tremendous in my life. And I thank God for that. And then we, we start talking about 
how God created the heavens and the earth. How many know whatever happened in, in Genesis are the first two books of Genesis. Really, God takes the beginning from the end and the end from the beginning. You know, the beginning from the end. <laughs> you can read the end and find the beginning and the beginning and find the end. And in between is a whole lot of story. Amen? But that's how God works, right? He knows the end from the beginning. I'm going to say it again. He knows the end from the beginning. He starts with the end. He can start with the end before he starts with the beginning. He's God, right? That's why you shouldn't worry. Come on, say, you should not worry or fret about your future because God knows your future. Hallelujah. So let's turn to our Bibles to back to the, that main scripture we, we're doing in, in Genesis chapter 1. Hallelujah. Genesis chapter 1. Got your mic, sweetheart? You going to read for me? Hallelujah. Come on, say hallelujah. hallelujah. Genesis chapter 1, verses... 26 to 28, Genesis chapter 1, verses 26. Genesis chapter 1, verses 26. Mm -hmm. And I am reading from the New King James Version. Mm -hmm. Then God said, let us make man in our image, according to our likeness. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, over the cattle, over all the earth, mm -hmm. and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. Mm -hmm. So God created man in his own image. Mm. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. So we see that God created them and the earth. Let's turn to Psalms chapter 24. Psalm 24. Verse 1 and 2, hallelujah, 1 2, Psalms 24. Verse 1, mm -hmm. the earth is the Lord's. The earth is the Lord's. And all its fullness. And all its fullness. The world and those who dwell therein. The world and those who dwell therein. How many know everything belongs to God? <laughs> For he has founded it upon the seas. And established it upon the waters. Who can do that but God? <laughs> Who can? He has, he has founded it. He made the foundation on the seas. Right? Only God can do that. The earth. Glory to God. So God says the earth belongs to me. Then in, 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 in the Chapter in Psalms, I think it's just Psalms 115, he says, or 15, he says, the heavens and the heavens belongs to, to God, but the earth has he given to the children of men. Come on, say, the earth belongs to me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The earth is the Lord and the fullness of. Now, I want you to turn to Genesis chapter 3, verse 17 and 18. Bear with me. I'm going through some scriptures. Then I'm going to just give a, give a quick study on it. And then Genesis chapter 3, verse 17 to 18. Genesis chapter 3, mm -hmm. and I'm starting at 17. Mm -hmm. It says, then, he said, then to Adam he said, Because you have heeded the voice of your wife, and have eaten from the tree of which I commanded you, saying, You shall not eat of it. Cursed is the ground for your sake. In toil you shall eat of it all the days of your life. Both thorns and thistles it shall bring forth for you. And you shall eat the herb of the field. And in the sweat of your face or your brow you shall eat bread. Till you return to the ground, for out of it you were taken, for dust you are, and to dust you shall return. 
Father, bless your word to our hearts and glorify your name today. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. We see that God, you know what happened? After he created man in his image, he gave them authority and he gave them specific things that he's given them authority for fish to the sea, the fowls of the hair, and every creeping thing. Then it came to the end, and I'm going to give you authority over the earth. Isn't what he said? Over the earth. Come and say, I have authority over the earth. Whether you want to take it or not, you know, that's what God says. And I'm going to go with God more than I go with you, right? You have authority over the earth. So if you have authority over the earth, you know, a lot of Theologians will say, well, that's God talking spiritually. It means spiritual earth. Well, you show me a spiritual earth and I will. <laughs> because I think earth is earth. This is what God is talking about, this. <laughs> earth. This is what he's talking about. God don't talk with fogdom. God, God is a spirit and they that worship him must worship him. When God made the earth, he made the earth with dirt. All right, so it's dirt. So, so don't make sense. <laughs> you say, that's a good thing. Don't make a mess. <laughs> Some of you take the earth and make it a mess. Glory to God. Spring it all over the place. But God Almighty made you and gave you authority over the earth. And you know what happened, man sin? And after they f- failed God, you notice that God, God didn't get, cr- get excited and get you know, nervous and start say, oh my God, what am I going to do? Because he's God, he knows the end from the beginning. So he knew exactly what was going to happen. He knew what was going to happen. He had a plan. Come on, say, God has a plan. No matter what's going on in my life right now, God has a plan. It may not look good, but God has a plan. And the plan is to make you prosper and to bring you to a good end. So no matter the circumstances that you're facing right now, God has a plan. And sometimes you need to go to God. Some of you, you don't go to God because why you don't know what God is doing. Amen? So God has a plan. And right there, God, most folks get this idea, say that God, but there was a curse on an Adam and Eve and you know, a curse. But the Bible says the curse was not on Adam, Adam and Eve. The curse was on the ground. Come on, say, the curse was on the earth. Hallelujah. The curse was on the earth. Read it. It says, curse is the ground for whose sake? I got to curse the ground for your sake. Because if I don't curse the ground for your sake, then I got to destroy you. If I, so what I'm doing, I'm jumping ahead of you, jumping away from you, and I'm going to curse the ground that, that, you came, that you came from. Because if I don't curse, if I, I got to curse somebody. I got to put some, and, and God in his mercy said, not you. Come on, say, God said, not me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So what, what happened, God says to, to Adam, I'm going to curse the ground that you. And he says, and he says um, in toil. Come on, say, in toil. In toil, you shall eat of it all the days of your life. So that tells me that Adam was, before the fall, Adam was living pretty. Adam was living good. Adam didn't sweat. Adam didn't have to sweat the small things. You see all that? <laughs> you sweat this. He didn't have to sweat the small things. Adam did not sweat. You know why Adam didn't sweat? Because he was covered with the glory of God. He was walking in God's glory. 
he was walking in God's presence. How can you sweat if you're walking in God's presence? The reason why you're going through what you're going through, you're walked out of God's presence. And you think that you can do it, and you can do whatever you want to do, and it's all right. But God is saying to you, you are doing, you're sweating because what? You have walked away from me. Ah, yes. Ah, yes. It's a cursed ground that you, that you, that you came from. Curse it. True exhaustion, true work. Come on, say, true work. That's why one of the reasons why God said to the high priest, take a shower, change your clothes, make sure you're cool, man. Because if you go into the presence of the Holy of Holies with sweat on you, I'm going to kill you. You read the Bible. So them priests used to make sure they take cold shower. <laughs> them priests said, make sure the water is really cold. I got to be cool. Because when I walk in God's presence, I can't sweat. So God wants us to realize that he has blessed us. Come on, see, we are blessed. Then he says, both thorns and twists it shall bring forth for you. And you shall, and this is where caught, caught me. When I, I, I was, I've been reading this all the time. And he said, you shall eat the herb of the field. And I said, what is the herb of the field? And I said, Holy Ghost, what is this? And I checked through the Bible. It's medicine. Come on, say it's medicine. That means you're going to get sick. Come and say, God always have a plan. Hallelujah. Because the curse came on the earth. And the earth could not produce as it should. Because what the earth was producing, everything that Adam needed to keep alive and to keep healthy was in the earth. But when God cursed the earth, God allowed herbs to come to the earth so he could eat it and get, keep well. You can see that was good because he lived, he lived a long time before he died. Amen? Isn't that true? All right. I'm getting to something here. So God says, I'm going to curse the ground you walked on. Come on, say, God had a plan. And I was in that plan. Because I was in Adam. I came from Adam. And because I came from Adam, amen, everything that Adam did, I did. So God says, all right, in chapter 3 of Genesis, God gave everyone who was involved in what happened when the curse came on the earth, everyone, God, in chapter 3, if you look to Genesis chapter 3, he listed all the stuff that was going to happen to these people. He started with, with, with um, the serpent. And then what he started with? He says, chapter 3, I gotta, you can read it, right? Right? You want to read it, sweetheart? Genesis chapter 3. Hallelujah. You're telling me. I wasn't going to read it, but it's all right. Give it the Holy Spirit wanted. You find it? I'm at Genesis 3, but I'm not sure what verse, Pastor. Verse oh, one. Verse, one. Verse, verse 1. Yeah. Now the serpent was more cunning than any beast of the field mm -hmm. which the Lord God had made. Mm -hmm. And he said to the woman, has God indeed said, you shall not eat of every tree of the garden? Mm -hmm. And the woman said to the serpent, we may eat 
the fruit of the trees of the garden, but of the fruit of the tree, mm -hmm. which is in the midst of the garden, yes, God shall. said, you, can. you shall not eat it, mm -hmm. nor shall you touch it, lest you die. Then the serpent said to the woman, you will not surely die. For God knows that in the day you eat of it, your eyes will be open and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. Mm -hmm. So when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, that it was pleasant to the eyes, and a tree desirable to make one wise, mm -hmm. she took its fruit and ate. She also gave to her husband with her, and he ate. Then the eyes of both of them were open, and they knew that they were naked, and they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves covering. The Bible says, the eyes of them were open. I'm going to ask the question, what eyes? Are you telling me that when Adam was in the presence of God, when the glory of God covered Adam, everything he saw was in the spirit? When God showed me this, I was like, whoa. <laughs> you know, everything he saw was spiritual. Everything he saw was perfect. Come on, say, everything is perfect in the spirit. Come on, say, my born-again spirit is perfect. You see? He saw things just like God saw it. Come on, say, I need to see how God sees. When you start seeing how God sees, then you're going to do what God does. And we're still doing what Adam did way back when. When he sinned, he starts seeing. God says, are, you, are your eyes open? You want me to read that? Read that, please. And when they heard the sound of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day, and Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God. No, 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 no. They heard the sound. They the didn't Lord. see. They heard the sound of God walking in the garden. I know mm. it's going to be deep for some of you. They heard. They didn't see. Why couldn't they see? Because God is a what? Spirit. Yes. And they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. So what happened when they start seeing, they start now seeing in the flesh. They see all the trees. They saw the flowers. They saw the garden. And you can imagine when they happen to Adam. Adam goes, who, 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 who? And the Bible says they hid themselves. Yes, God said, where are you? So they said, this is what he said, I heard your voice God in the garden. God says, listen, God says, where, where are, are you? you? They didn't know where they were. They were walking around. They weren't seeing God. They should be seeing God in the spirit, and they're going like this. Hey, where am I? Where, oh, where am I? Where, where am I? Like we're doing today. Some of you going, where am I? Because you're not walking in the spirit. You're walking in the things of the flesh, and you think you're walking in the spirit. I think you know everything, and you think you read the word of God, and you think you know everything. You can't know anything without the spirit of God. Mm-hmm. You can't know anything without the glory of the Spirit of God. Mm -hmm. The Spirit of God that comes upon you. That's why the Bible said the Spirit of God comes, what? Upon you. To let you see what you should see. Hallelujah. So he said, I heard your voice in the garden and I was afraid. And I, where did God fear come from? I was afraid because I was naked and I hid myself. The Bible says, the scripture says, there is no fear in what? In love. Can you tell me that Adam lost love? They lost love for God because they choose the devil. They choose the words of the devil and the words of God. And he said, who told you you were naked? 
Who told you you were naked? Have you eaten from the tree which I commanded that you that you should not eat? Then the man said, that woman you gave me. Now the problem. Here comes the blame game now. The woman oh, you gave to up. me. I know it because I, <laughs> hey, hey, I know what I'm talking about because I, and my darling knows what I'm, <laughs> oh, I'm fault. never wrong. Oh, no, 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 sweetheart, you know, that, that's, you know, that's not, that, you know, you know it, and you, you are wrong, you are wrong, you know. He said, the woman you gave to be with me, the she The woman gave you me, gave to be with me. She gave me of the tree, and I Come ate. on, husband, you know, you, you know God is talking the truth. You know you're always right. And you know you must have your way. Adam want to have his way. <laughs> I want to have my way. And you got to just fess up and bear with it. Get some backbone. You're the woman. You sinned. You brought this on me. So you need to just... <laughs> That's not how it works. We know that, Pastor. So, you know what happened. And the Lord God said to the woman, what is this you have done? The woman First said. First question, what is this you have done? What the woman said. The serpent deceived me oh, and I okay. ate. It's all the devil. The devil made me do it. Oh, it's always the devil. Ah, the devil made me do it. I couldn't help myself. So the Lord said to the serpent, because you have done this, you are cursed more than all cattle and more than every beast of the field. On your belly you shall go and you shall eat dust all the days of your life. And I will put enmity between you and the woman and between your seed and her seed. And he shall bruise her he your head, and you shall bruise his heel. So in the midst of it all, God brought in a redemptive plan. Oh, can, can, thank, God for, thank God for the word. Thank God for Jesus. Because in the midst of this chaos, in the midst of the chaos, God brought a redemptive word. In the of what you're going through, there's a word from God, but some of you are your ears are deaf and you're not listening to what God said because you're listening to yourself. So God said, You need to listen to me, spend some time. You're not spending time with God. The reason why you're going through, you're going through, I guarantee you, if you're doing wrong, watch your prayer life. If you're messing up, I know it, I've experienced. You're messing up. You know your prayer life is weak. But if your prayer life is strong, if you're in the presence of your God, you have entered into your closet, and if you have shut the door, yes, and Lord, pray to your Father in secret, what the Bible says, your prayer who sees in secret Will do what? Will reward you. Will openly. reward you. So openly, you won't have no problems. The reason why you have problems, you don't have no secret time. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. Come on, say, help me, Jesus. It's a good word. Yeah. Help, help me, Jesus. I, I, I got to say that too. Help, help me, Jesus. Watch your prayer life. Help if you're complaining and groaning and moping and moaning, watch your prayer life. You're talking to a whole bunch of folks, but you're not talking to God. Hallelujah. Say, curse the ground. Now, quick to fast forward, and I'm, I'm going to jump over a whole bunch of stuff. Right. But I'm gonna, because I got I to gotta get out of here. My wife is saying, <laughs> she comes real close to, can I whisper in my ears? And I'm blaming them. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so what happened is, <laughs> fast forward, to chapter 4, and we go here, and we meet up on two guys, because now they had two children, 
One Cain and one Abel. Amen? Amen. Cain and Abel. Come on, says moving on. Moving on. The, it's moving on. moving on. But it's not moving up, it's moving down. Amen? Yes, Hallelujah. Come and say, moving up is moving down. It's not moving up. It's going down. It's going down, down, down. Why is it going down, down, down? Because Adam and Eve did not repent. The Bible says, unless you repent, you shall all likewise perish. So you do something wrong, and instead of you going and say you're sorry, and I'm done wrong, what you go, well, I'm all that. I don't have to say nothing. And some say, well, if I, I, I repent to God, God, God showed me that one day. <laughs> you know, I, was, I did something, you know, and I said something to, the, to my darling, and after... <laughs> I said it, you know, I started acting like, I'm not, I don't need to do nothing. I'm. <laughs> started going down the drain now. <laughs> she started pouting a little bit here. And I said, she talked to you and you give it that moon answer. You know, yeah. married people know what I'm talking about. She gave it that moon answer. Nope. You know something yeah. is wrong <laughs> when you get the moon answer. Did, did you move the plate over here? Did I? No. Mm. Do you see my iPhone? No. No. I say I got to fix something here. <laughs> so learn this guy. Learn this. So I went over and said, sweetheart, you know, I'm so sorry. I, what I did wrong. And, and, and one thing with my darling, you repent. She's not going to hold it against you. That's one thing I found out about it. I can say, you genuinely, no, genuinely, if you just say it, and you got to be careful what you say it, you got to wait, <laughs> you got to wait for the right time. God don't want, because God said to you, go repent and go to her or whatever. Do not run and go repent. Wait for the Come on, say, wait for the and sometimes you can create the right time. See, I know to create the right time. I make her a cup of tea. <laughs> I tell you, I'm telling you, I'm just telling you, I make her a cup of tea. And I make it the best way I can. <laughs> All right? <laughs> And then when everything's going to, then you go and apologize. Amen? Yes, yes. But Adam didn't do that. So what happened? It passed on to the next generation. Mm. So what happened? What passed on? Cain. You know what? Cain and Abel, you know all that. You know the story. You guys have been reading the story all along. Cain. Mm. Then wrong, they bought the wrong offering. Is that, was that, is that you? Bought the wrong offering. When he bought the wrong no, offering, I, I say it's a wrong offering. I, yes, I think he yes. bought an offering, but he bought it in a way that it shouldn't be, right? Mm -hmm. And God, God wasn't pleased with him. It says God did not respect Cain and his offering. didn't respect him. And, 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 and what happened? What happened is that God, in turn, Cain got upset. Again, Cain again got angry, and Cain did not repent. Come on, say repentance is good stuff, mm -hmm. right? Cain did not repent, and because Cain did not repent, it carried on. It went from him envying his brother to him killing his brother. And in that same chapter, when God was talking to Cain, 
Verse 4, Genesis 4, verse 6 says, mm -hmm. So the Lord said to Cain, So the Lord said to Cain, Why are you angry? Why are you angry? And why is your countenance fallen? Mm -hmm. If you do well, If you do what well? If you do, do well, well, Will you not be accepted? Oh, yeah. If you do not do well, Sin lies at your door. Sin lies at your at door. your door. And it desire, it's desire for you. But you should rule over it. But you should rule over it. Yes. So how do you rule over sin? How do you rule over sin? God is saying to him, you did not repent. So you don't have no authority. When you repent, you get back your authority. But when you don't repent, guess what? Guess who got the authority over you? The devil got the authority over you. I can bring a whole bunch of stuff in your life. That's right. That's the word. Listen to me, church. Listen to me, church. He said, keep reading. Cause That's Genesis chapter 4, verse 6. And I'm sorry, verse 7. Verse 8 says, now Cain talked with Abel, his brother. And it came to no, pass when jump, they... Jump on down for okay. time, just... Jump what, on down. What verse am I jumping to, to um, hmm. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Chapter 4 you're at now, right? Yes, sir. Hallelujah. Go to first uh, 9 and 10. Verse 9 and 10. Mm -hmm. Then the Lord said to Cain, Where is Abel your brother? He We're, said, I do not know. Am I my brother's keeper? And again, he, he did not repent. And he said. He didn't, didn't, even, didn't even take hold of what he did. And he said, what have you done? The voice of your brother's Listen blood. Now. Come on. Come on, said. You know, the voice of your brother's, of your brother's your blood. Your brother's blood. Blood. Cries out to me. Cries out to me. From the ground. Now I'm going to say something. Now. I'm going, some people are going to go left field and some are going to go right field. But I'm going to stay in the center. There's millions of babies' blood that is crying out to God. Those have been aborted. A God, don't think that you can shed blood and not... Bear the responsibility for it. You see what's going on over in Ukraine. See what's going on. Russian dying and Ukraine is dying and the blood is spilling into the ground. You think, you think that it's over. You're about to see, in the next few months, you're about to see God bring judgment to those nations. Because read on. You see, the voice of your brother's, brother's blood, blood cries Christ. out to me from the ground. Where so, did he cry from? From the ground. So Are you telling me <laughs> the blood hit the ground and the blood cries from the ground? The blood cries from the ground. That's why, you know, folks can say a whole bunch of stuff about abortion and about this and about that. I'm bringing the word of God to it. And you don't have to be, if, if it, that's, it, that's your challenge, that when you, you've been there, then you don't have to. you got the blood of Jesus cleanses you from all sins. Amen? Even abortion, too. Mm -hmm. Some just want to say that. But I want you to know... That blood cries. I mean, come on, say blood cries. Cries. Come on, say blood. Blood cries. Cries. The blood, blood. of Abel cried unto God for vengeance. What did he cry for? Vengeance. He says, "You got, you got to do something about this, God. My blood. I didn't get to do what I got to do. What you sent me here to do." Them babies, what God sent those babies to do, somebody cut off their lives. So somebody got to pay. 
I'm God. But it's, 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 so, it's so God. How many of our God is a just God? Yes. Remember I made that statement, and now I understand why God told me to say, sin is not what's going to get you to heaven, is rejecting Jesus. Because what happened, Cain rejected God. Rejected. He could have repented and said, God, I'm, you know, I'm really sorry, or whatever. God would have found a way. But you know what the judgment was? He became a vagabond. We don't have to go into all of that. It's a lot of story about that. But you, you know what happened there. But I'm going to say this to you. If you have any unconfessed sin in your life, you can believe in your once you're saved, you're always saved. Once a child of God, always be a child of God. Once I'm in the boat, I'm in the boat. <laughs> well... You can say, I'm, I'm going to do that. Every day I get up, I confess my sins. Said, <laughs> pastor does that. When I pray, I confess my sin. The Bible says, if you, you confess your... Now, was God talking to unsaved folks? He was talking about unsaved. And see, because the <laughs> you holy, holy roll of sinners. Well, I have no sin. <laughs> Are you nasty to your wife? You're nasty to your cousin? You're nasty to your brother? I have no sin. Sin don't dwell in me. Are you cuss like a cussing? <laughs> Come on, say, thank God for Jesus. Thank God for Jesus. So let me finish this up. Let me shut this up quickly because I see my wife looking at me. So, so what happened? Fast, fast forward, fast forward to the garden of Gethsemane. When Jesus Christ was in the garden of Gethsemane. And the Bible says he was under so much pressure for your sin, under pressure from the temptation of the devil, he heaved. That literally is sweat became light. Drops of blood. And where did that blood fall? Into the ground. So if that blood fell into the ground, something, whenever Jesus Christ's blood touches something, something got to change. Wherever it touches, it changes that situation. It changes that ground. I'm saying to you, Jesus' blood cleanses us from some sins. It cleanses us from all sins. So that means I can, I can I, if, if Jesus' blood doesn't make the ground not hostile to me now, the ground, I have a right to speak to that ground. Amen. I got a right to speak to earth. Hey! I, got, I ain't going to miss something. Baby. I got a right to speak to this earth here. Amen. And speak to it. I've been talking. <laughs> I plant some um, tomato. My wife plants some tomato. We plant some tomato at home. And I got this revelation. So I started speaking to this, to the ground under that tomato. Well, guess what? <laughs> Brother Henry, my tomato, my one that my wife planted, burnt forth. A quadruplet, quadruplet tomato. <laughs> With four different, so I call it a quadruplet tomato. We spoke to the ground. Yay! <laughs> Hallelujah. 
it. Come on, say, because of the blood. I have authority. I have authority over the earth. Listen to me. I'm going to say this and I'm going to be done. Some of you Christians, you're scared of witchcraft. How many know witches work with the earth? I was reading. God says, I want you to study about some witches. I never, I never did that in my life. I, I don't have to. I used to say, I don't have to study about no dumb witches. I just have to cast them out. God said, I want you to study it. And when I started studying it, I realized when I was a little boy, I remember we call him a hobby man, or he's a, he's a witch, though. And what they usually do, they used to take a bunch of earth in their hand, and they would throw it at the person, speak some words when they throw it. So they grab the earth, and they would say, I want sister. And then I would say, She, she's pretty cold. She, I don't want to touch me, boy. <laughs> they throw the earth at your house. They throw it at your thing. And they speak. And they use that because they know the power of words. But you there saying, well, you know, them word people. You know, word, 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 Christian. <laughs> you religious little thing. You're so religious, you don't even know God. You take on the religious foolishness. You see, I'm a part of the IPHC, International Pentecostal Holiness Church. And God spoke to me one January. When God spoke to me, God said to me, I want you to go study your Judeo-Christian rules. And I said, what is that, Lord? I came from a Pentecostal Bible school, Springfield, Missouri, and they taught me that them Jews, God has rejected and replaced them with the church. That's why I was taught. It's called replacement theology. So I made a decision. So God said, but I know it better to obey God. So he started teaching me, teaching me, teaching me about and the next thing I saw, I started wearing the tallit. You saw me wearing the tallit. You saw me start talking about Judeo-Christian roots and all that stuff like that. So I wore my tallit down in, in conference. And they looked at me. The bishop, Beecham, was the, he looked at me and he, what's that, Don? I said, I said, He says, we don't do that in high PHC. I said, uh-huh. Well, I'm just believing what God did, Right? Fast forward four years later, he just made a decision that every pastor in the IPHC, when they preach, should preach with the Tilida. I'm, I'm not saying that to gloat now. I'm just saying this to say this. When God speaks to you, do what God tells you to do. And let me tell you something. Some of you think that, well, Cain didn't know. He knew everything. Adam told him everything. He wasn't going out of knowledge. He knew everything. He just wanted to be nasty. He was following his father, the devil. So Jesus paid it all with his blood. Come on, say his blood. Thank God for the blood. Come on, say thank God for the blood. The blood of Jesus is the reason why I'm standing today. The blood of Jesus is the reason why I'm alive today. The blood of Jesus is the reason why the devil can't touch you today. The blood of Jesus is what's protecting you from witchcraft today. There's a whole bunch of whole witches who like to hurt you, but they can't hurt you because of the blood of Jesus. Yeah. Hallelujah. 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 Because I have authority because of the blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. The blood of, come and say the blood of Jesus. You remember that blind man came to Jesus? I used to wonder, why did he, why did he get some mud and spit on it and take it and put it on his eyes? For years I've been reading that scripture. 
All the theologians tell you a whole bunch of things. And the Holy Spirit says, when Jesus spit on that earth, remember now, his blood was not shed yet. You remember now? But when he spit on that dirt, let's come and say that dirt, and he took it and put it over. Man, the man was born blind. That means if you really study it, you'll find that he didn't have no eyeball. He didn't have no eyes. And God, Jesus, took dirt and spit on it and took it and put it on his eyes and said, go wash. You know what he said? Is that the same scripture I'm talking about? And when he went, he came back seeing. Because Jesus Christ with his spittle, he cursed that earth. And the earth had to pr produce what God meant it to produce. If you read chapter 1 and 26, the Bible says, in chapter 1, when God says, let there be, he said, it came out of the earth. If God said, let the trees come out, the trees came out. The vegetable come out, it came out. The earth understood him. There's a lot more to this, but I'm going to stop right there. Amen. I'm going to say to you, you need to start study about the blood of Jesus and about the authority that you have on this earth. Listen to me. I want to say months from now, you're going to understand what I'm trying to tell you. There are some things coming in America and coming on this country or in the world that if you don't know who you are, hear about what it says, they're going to be a falling away. <laughs> a great falling away. Don't act like and say, oh, I'm strong. I got it. I will never fail Jesus. You better don't say that. You better know your word. You better know Jesus. You better be a praying warrior. You better be the one that stays on your knees in the face of God so that when those things come, you can come out of your closet, know what is going to happen and stand in these last days. Because it's coming to destroy your life. It's coming to destroy everything that you work hard to do. And you have to be a praying warrior. Hallelujah. 